0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Business Builders. Today, I'm joined with Solomon Timothy, who is the CEO of OneIMS. They are a local digital marketing company with an office right here in Bonita Springs that specializes in lead generation and customer acquisition. Solomon, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Charles. It, uh with pleasure to have you here. So if you wouldn't mind, Solomon, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit about your background and what you're doing over at One IMS.
1: Yep, thank you so much. So um, personally, I've been in, in this space, digital marketing for a very long time, over a decade. What we do is we really help our customers, typically B2B companies that are looking for lead generation and customer acquisition with anything from paid media to organic search uh, you know websites and anything that kind of ha- anything that happens in that process uh, it's our job so we work as an extension of the companies that we work with um, so needless to say our, our relationships are very long term and growth oriented so Awesome. Well,
0: perfect because our topic today is about podcasts and specifically why businesses should start them. Uh, so, obviously, you know, having a long term relationship with a business, right. great, great lead into that. So, why don't you kind of start us off? You know, what type of businesses should really focus on starting a podcast if they don't have one?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Charles. I mean, first of all, we're doing a podcast on podcasts. So that's right. <laughs> you can't get better than this. If you're watching or listening to this, you could watch this on YouTube. You can remember you can take podcasts and put it into any format. It could be a social content. So anyone that is currently aggressively creating content and marketing online gets the concept. So let's talk about who that might be. So if you have customers that hang out online you know googling topics that you' you know use your services, clearly it's another channel to add, right? You probably are comfortable writing blog posts because we all know you can write blog posts, throw a WordPress website together but it's the exact same thing, but in an audio format. So, uh, if you're currently doing digital marketing, if you're currently doing content creation, this is a place to start. If you're not, then maybe, you know, this is an easier one to start, right. just like writing blogs, um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't really, it's not for one type of company or another. You could be a bakery and have a podcast. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but you wanna be a Shared thought recipes leader. and things like exactly. that. Exactly, you wanna be a thought leader in your space. You don't want to be just like everyone else. You want to share your story. This is a great platform to share your story. And you want to be different, right? You want to be able to serve your market. You want to educate them. You want to tell them why you're different and why you do what you do, what you're passionate about. This is a medium that lets you do that.
0: What do you say to the people that might be a little hesitant or scared to kind of jump in? Because for some people, you know, talking on a channel with their voice can be a little sure, overwhelming.
1: Sure, it was definitely difficult for me. I, no one ever wants to see them or nobody ever wants <laughs> to hear their voice. It's just, you gotta get used to that. But I think a podcast is actually much easier to start and maintain than even a blog. Because blog takes a lot of energy. You have to write and you have to check your grammar, you need Grammarly or you know maybe I have to use an editor for myself. Like. This one, it's a conversation. You can't screw that up, right? Right. Like it is so casual and you and I are here just having a conversation over coffee and we're able to put this out there and it is that easy. And if you think about the amount of work it takes to producing a polished video, I think it's 10 or 20 times harder than getting a podcast episode. That's personal experience. Uh, it can work backwards. You can take a piece of content that's video and then turn it into an audio content. But if you truly are committed to creating a show, uh, some sort of content regularly for your business, this is probably easier than writing blog posts. People don't know, and we'll talk about distribution and things like that in a minute. But this can be easier. I mean, I think everybody's MacBook laptop, a or whatever you got nowadays, so yeah. has amazing microphones. Or iPhone. Exactly, has amazing microphones we don't have any idea what we're walking around with, right, a thousand dollar phone, but we're not using to create content. It just sounds crazy. Right, yeah. Um,
0: So that's a a great lead into my next question. When we talk about equipment, how people can get started. You mentioned
1: laptops, phones. Well, fortunately, like I said, everybody's walking around with, whether it's Android or iPhone, it doesn't make a difference. They're cutting edge phones with amazing microphones and everything built in. Laptop's perfectly fine. I would not put in, this is, I'm I'm a big like, Gear guy, right? Like, I would not make that a prerequisite to get your show, your podcast out. We have to know our first episode is going to suck, so we're just going to go <laughs> with it, right? I yeah. would rather you start than to say, well, I don't have road mics, or I don't have Yeti this, or I don't have that, so I'm just going to put it out for hold. doesn't make any sense. I say your phone is, is more than sufficient to get started. Go to voice memo. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, record yourself. <laughs>
0: pretty much everyone's got one already in their pocket. So yeah. there's really no excuse there to is. say, like, hey, I don't have the equipment to do it.
1: Yes. And, it, it, and by the way, the more production, the route you go, it will take you longer to get an episode out. And then you're going to say, well, this is getting hard and I don't have time to continue than to say, look, I'm going to really strip out all this tech and I'm gonna go for my ideas and the strategies and what I'm seeing in the marketplace to connect with my audience, keep it simple.
0: Yeah. So connecting with your, with uh, someone's audience, you know, how do you really get started on the type of content that someone should produce? Is it just, hey, what are my customers looking for? Is it maybe I'm an expert in this field and I just
1: need to, to let people know about it or? I love it. I think there's so many different ways that you can do a podcast. So. At OneIMS we kind of teach, um, I mean this is super generic in the marketing world, um, we talk about top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, just I'll explain real quick. Your customers are coming to you because they've found that they have a problem that you can fix. While they're trying to solve their problem they might search something on Google saying hey XYZ near me, it could be type of companies that offer this solution product You know for a fridge or whatever it is that you do, right? Whatever the service is. If you're a recruiting company, they're looking for somebody to hire to recruit the next whatever VP in their company. So top of funnel is very, people are just looking for a solution. It doesn't mean that they're gonna pick you, they're just gonna look for a solution. So this medium, especially like blogs, it should be about the problems that you help solve and not selling the company that, that you're with. That's a good point it's a really different it's a big difference so top of funnel is kind of like that so we like to say creating demand you have to create demand for what you do before you can go capture the demand for what you do right like so our job should be to educate and and take the pain that they have and put it on the table and say hey are you facing these challenges do you have this problem If you don't, then these are all the other subsequent problems that you might have. Maybe is that resonating to you? So talking about that and bringing that to light and letting somebody know like, oh my God, like I got that problem, right? And now you've gotten somebody hooked who's looking to solve that problem. A loyal follower. I mean, I know podcasts, it's a loyal audience. They don't believe. So you now have somebody who is going to be connected to you. So it doesn't matter if you're selling to consumer. It doesn't matter you're selling to businesses. What you want to do is help people solve the problem that your company solves. As a result of you kind of sharing that, you are totally becoming a thought leader because they know what you do. Like you don't have to tell them what you do. I'm a doctor, I'm a chiropractor, no. You just say, hey, I fixed this problem. This is the issues that you might see. How to fix this problem? How to fix that problem? How to yeah. fix this problem? It, it, Content- seems like,
0: it seems like it's a really great uh, way to kind of introduce someone's brand and culture to someone in a really informal way. Correct.
1: Yeah. And, and that can technically be turned into blog posts as well because they have different purposes. But again, in context of podcasts, you don't have to think too hard. All you have to do is if you ever talk to your potential customers, write down why they came to you. Yeah, That is an episode. Hey, I just spoke to a client. This is the challenge that they're having, literally. That's actually a really good insight. I yeah. never thought about it that way. It is, I mean, I like to say to our, our, our clients, like your best content comes from your salespeople. They're coming to you and say, can you solve this problem? You're like, why? What's the problem? Well, we're looking to do this, this, and this, and we couldn't connect the dots. So can you guys do it? Well, there you go. You just found another solution, an application to what you do. You have endless, right? So today you can have all your sales reps or whoever you're working with on the friend line, take one to two questions a week that they get so frequently, write it down, give it to your marketing team and let them create shows and Q&A content out of that.
0: Awesome. That's a great insight. Um, you wouldn't think, you know, to turn to that, but it makes perfect sense because those are the problems that people are having. And if you can share those problems. You know, I guarantee, I guarantee you, there's more than one person that's having that same problem. Right. Right. You're right on the dot there. Charles. <laughs> um, okay. So I know you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but how how should one go about promoting their podcast? You know, if you go online and you Google, you know, hey, I want to start a podcast or I want to promote my co- podcast, a million different things pop up. You know, should they, should they do it themselves? Should they go to YouTube? Should they go to another application, a software? In your opinion, what's kind of worked best for you guys?
1: Yeah, so this is kind of like, you know, distribution, right? At the end of the day, you produced a really nice episode, 20, 30 minutes of top-notch quality content. Um, what I would do is, first of all, you would use a distribution tool like anchor.fm or, you know, whatever you guys use here. Uh, We do use anchor. Okay, that Spotify bought for like eight hundred million dollars or something like that exactly and and so There's so many tools out there paid and free Once you get it out in the marketplace You have to let people know that that you have this you know show that people can subscribe to Beyond that one of the things that we recommend is kind of the things that I mentioned before you could take snippets of the, the podcast episode and turn it into social content. There's um a couple of apps um, there's one app uh, is called Zuptitle. you can literally listen to your audio and write subtitle it's a subtitle with a z um, there's another app that we use it's called headliner app so what it does is it just takes a snippet of your content and it will literally put you know subtitles these kind of tools that you don't have to be a video editor or anything like that can turn audio content into social content you have to build awareness that this show exists so take the best one to two minutes, create like a video, right, which is purely an audio clip, and then you post it on your Instagram, your Facebook, and your LinkedIn, wherever else. This enables people to know that, hey, Charles has this show, like, look at that, I wanna go check it out, and then always link to your Anchor FM, or your website, or wherever you're hosting this, so that they can kind of follow that and get to, get to the show and subscribe. And I think the promoting is a lifetime of work, it's definitely not a one-time thing right building an audience is no no joke right so you have to create consistent content and get better on quality not the equipment quality but the quality of what you're saying and who you're interviewing or whatever the topics might be and getting that really close to the, the you know the problem person right the person who's having the problem the prospect um, and then turning that into pieces of content that can be consumed like super like bite-sized chunks that on scale is, is definitely one way to go, in my opinion. Of yeah. course, you can put it on your business card. I don't know, wherever you put it, it's fine. But in a digital environment, it's everywhere that there you have a Facebook page, a LinkedIn page for your company. You have an individual profile on LinkedIn. You're posting that as updates to your network
0: yeah that's a great insight especially uh, you know another way to find someone who might not be familiar with the channel that the podcast is on if they're on your Facebook they see it they click on it boom right there they go um, what would you say would be the sweet spot in terms of you know maybe someone's not sure how long it should be or the type of duration or you know some some things like that more the technical side
1: yeah so it has like people have five minute podcasts people have two hour podcasts I mean I Nobody's got time for like, you know, three hour <laughs> podcast, but hey, you never know. I know, right? So um, I think it's to be honest, I will put consistency over length. I think length is a uh, if you can share what you're trying to share in under 10 minutes, you really don't have to drag it on for a half hour. Right. Um, what I really want to do is if I'm creating content, I want them to know every Wednesday they can, can get another episode. Getting them hooked on that is more important than to say, oh, if it's not 30 minutes, so I'm not gonna do anything this week. I think you've already lost it. You know what I'm saying? So over time you'll say like maybe at the end I do this, in the beginning I spend another one, in the mid, you know, a mid-roll, like I'll add a little commercial, to drag it a little bit, but you can't turn everything into a commercial. No one's gonna follow right. this contact, yeah. right? It's not about length. I would, I hate the concept of putting in ads and stuff in the front and the end and so on, why? Because then they're going to lose. They're going to lose interest in your show. They should really genuinely want to hear you with what you do and how you help people, why you do it. That's why you follow the companies. Right? Of course, they have to make money. You get that part, but you don't want to do it just because it's a business. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> consistency should, here would be key. Absolutely. It's more than anything. Because if you, if you see that, people just would leave if you don't see any up, you know, updates. Right. Well, that makes a sense. a long period of time. Perfect
0: sense. Uh, Are there any other, you know, little tips and tricks in terms of how to make sure your podcast necessarily isn't a flop other than, you know, consistency or duration or platform?
1: So I mean, to be honest, if you are going to be in marketing and consistently creating content in other channels, maybe you're trying to do video, maybe you're trying to do blogging, you got to figure out the podcasting thing because at the end of the day, it's a very passive channel. Even if you failed your 10 episode, it doesn't mean that it's just it's doomed. You can still figure it out because people only download the last episode. Right, they're only gonna listen to the last one. They're only they're not gonna go back to the first episode. <laughs> this isn't like Netflix, right? So, and there, you, you, your job is to get people's attention. So if you're consistently getting better, and you know maybe switch content around, go from just being monologue to an interview. Does that make sense? Like go from that to something else you know uh, i would consistently test the content rather than to say well i'm not getting you know any audience here one person that listens to my my podcast and then becomes a prospect and buys a product i couldn't care less about the millions that i didn't attract right you don't yeah it's like saying hey i'll if you're gonna do if you're gonna spend a half hour talking to one prospect why not make the same amount of effort have 10 people listen to it if 10 people listen to you that same time that you've invested, didn't you just multiply your time 10 times? It's, 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 it's so scalable. People don't get it.
0: Yeah. So that almost relates to, I guess, should people be setting a goal for their podcast? You know, is it just to get listeners? Is it to get, you know, is it to make sales? Is it to grow their reach? Is it to, you know,
1: have people learn more about their brand? Absolutely. So, um, again, this goes back to marketing basics. Um, one people do it because they're just passionate they want to like create a podcast like every other person in the world has a podcast so <laughs> that's a great goal if you were if you're gonna stick with this you're gonna to have to write down why are you doing this in the first place right? right what is the objective of this podcast what are we trying to accomplish because at the end of the day you're leading someone to the next step in your sales process so you can always say things like hey if this is interesting to you or if you have these problems reach out to one of our consultants or whatever it is your business does come in for a showing or if, it's, if you're in real estate whatever that is you have to lead them to the next step like a hook just like every ad has a call to action you've got to have a call to action at, at the end of the day and that's usually defined by why you're doing this in the first place if your job is to build loyalty in your brand then you may not have the same call to action it might be like hey follow us on social and then tell us you know something something Uh, but if your job is to drive sales or drive qualified leads then you need to lead them to that and then the whole topics and the content comes from that strategy right so i would say work on that probably your first half hour before you start creating content because my biggest worry is that people aren't going to be sticking with it because it's not an overnight success it's not like you're going to blow up you know what i mean yeah we're not going to break the internet not everyone can go viral (laughs) on their first episode and or the third but the idea is you're building thought leadership and that is a long game, right, it's a long-term game.
0: No, great great points there.
1: Uh, what about, I, I know we've talked a lot about,
0: you know, little bit of, of how it, people can get it launched and be successful and hopefully start and try and try again. For the people that are still on the fence who haven't started a podca- podcast, excuse me, and you know, still wanna start a podcast, What are some ways or what are some reasonings behind that that we can kind of help reinforce them to actually get started? So, you know, some of the things we talked about is increased sales or things like that. You know, I'm looking at my list here and, you know, it says that 144 million Americans listen to podcasts, uh, which according to smallbizgenius.net, 51% of the population over 12 years or older has listened to a podcast. So that's literally over half the population of the US is listening to a podcast. So takeaway right there, if you're not on any of those channels, you're missing, you know, 50 percent of the population. So, you know, what are some other small what are some other reasonings behind starting a podcast that you think might help people get over that fence?
1: Absolutely. Um, Going back to creating content in general, um, I think every single business that's listening to us, um, you got to get the mindset out of being a consumer to a creator. Right? So if you open up social media, if you open up your Facebook, if you open up Instagram, if you find yourself spending more time looking at other stuff than the creation of the content that your company is putting out, it's already should be motivation that you're 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 behind. At the end of the day, you're not getting any of that attention, right? At the end of the day. So if you needed content in general for your company and you wanted the most easiest way to get it out, this might be it if you think about it. Um, and like I said, it is here to stay. I don't think it's gonna go away. I mean, we come from heavy SEO background. Google actually shows podcast episode in search results. Yeah. So if you optimized your title and put the problems that your your potential customers face in your actual episode name, and you put in you know, a decent description explaining that, if they search for any one of those things, Google looks at when the po- podcast was aired, looks at the, the date, and it's recency, Like it's recent, and also the keywords that it's in it, and literally would show a prospect of yours as they're searching. They're not in Apple Podcasts, they're not in Spotify, they're just on Google doing their business. And so think about that, like if that's not a motivation for you to get in front of your right prospect, if you're struggling, you're not meeting your goals this quota. I mean you know, this quarter, or this year, you gotta do more than just hope that business is gonna show up at, you know, at your doorstep, right? Like You gotta hustle a little bit. In my opinion, this is a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, no, it makes, it makes perfect sense because going back to the original thing that you stated, people have problems, they're typing in those problems. Hopefully you come up and you can seem to be a lead authority on that problem.
1: So one way to think about this is there's people that don't even know they have a problem, then there's people that know that they have a problem. So they're problem aware, but they're they're not solution aware. Then the next one will be, well, now I know that this solution exists, right? So they're solution aware, so they start searching for the solution, so you can have some episode there. Then they're product aware, like, oh, my God, this product from Charles, it's, like, amazing, you know, amazing beard oil. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? And that way they can make the decision to purchase. So you have a whole spectrum of people that you can hit, if you think about it. Turn a customer success story into a podcast because that would help the people that are trying to decide if you're the right fit. Or not just, you know what I mean? Not just the top of funnel, but people that are sitting on the sidelines, not sure if you're the right fit, but one episode can move them one inch closer to working with you. So uh, you can't convince a marketing guy not to do podcasts. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's pretty hard. Uh, to touch on your point there about, you know, how, how you can kind of bring in more content into your uh, podcasts. Uh, talk about bringing in a testimonial or things like yeah. that. What are some other ways you can actually repurpose your
1: podcast? So, I would say every episode could be literally with, with no video involved, turn it into a, a YouTube uh, video because it is another channel that people would go look for. If some people are going to be more likely to subscribe to your YouTube channel, even though you're not putting a polished video, you can just turn your audio episode into a video. Charles, I think you do that for this podcast, right? So it is that simple to do that. And once you do that, you now have created, literally, a channel that's gonna have consistent content being updated. And YouTube is the second largest search engine. So if they search for your problem inside YouTube, you're much more likelihood to find this content so they can become solution aware and product aware. So that's a channel, like I said, you can also take the best couple of clips, one minute, two minutes, put it on your Instagram, put it on your LinkedIn, uh, definitely embed the whole entire episode into your blog. If you're taking a blog and writing the exact same episode, I mean, you don't even have to write anymore. There's a website called rev.com, which I don't know if you're familiar with, reb.com. It would take your entire episode. It will write out all the things. It will, tra- you know, transcribe it, and you could just format it and put it on your blog.
0: So no more excuse of saying, "Hey, I don't have the time." To yes, do that.
1: if you have an episode, you can yeah. do so many things with it, like put updating your blogs. is not going to be easy. And inside there, you're embedding that one episode, so they can listen if they don't want to read the whole thing.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. And insight. then
1: click onto your, uh, you know, your page to subscribe, right? So. Uh, there's unlimited amount of uh, opportunities, but it, the variable is the content. Think about that. Variable is the content. If you can figure out 10 topics that you can consistently have ready to go, there's no reason why you can't do it. If you only have three topics and you are you know can't think of five more, maybe it's a challenge, right? Then you do interviews or something like that, but if you have consistently new questions and problems and challenges your customers are facing as our world is consistently changing, there's no reason that you shouldn't be out there telling the world about it.
0: So hopefully if people you know, have been converted now to podcast believers if they weren't <laughs> prior, is there any other general advice you wanna leave them with?
1: Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's a decision across the board on all your marketing channel. This should be part of an integrated strategy and I really believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, our company's middle name is Integrated Marketing. Um, a lot of people kind of shoot from the hip and see what sticks. Um, and like I said, if you're not taking the content, putting it on YouTube, if you're not planning on updating your blog, your consumers are not on one channel. You and I are swiping right and swiping left from you know YouTube to Amazon buying something, then go to Google and then our inbox. So we have to be in multiple places to be able to really get found by our ideal customer you like to probably you know read blogs and i might like to watch youtube right so we may have different interests so if you're not consistently doing all of these things you're not going to be able to get truly what you know the total market that you can get even if it's in a local tiny area right so um i would say figure out where this fits into a bigger strategy and then kind of work on it where it's not kind of just solo, but hey, this is going to feed my blog, it's going to feed our social, so that we can invest more and more time in this podcast because this is really truly going to help all these other areas, which is the flywheel that will help you grow. Part of the cog. Exactly, rather than, hey, we're just going to work on this podcast, but we're not going to do anything else with it, and we're going to really hope that we make a million dollars from three episodes. (laughs) It just doesn't work. So I like them to think more about how does this fit into everything else that we're doing? And if you can make that right business case, you'll buy better microphones. You'll have an audio engineer in no time. Look, think about this. What is an average lifetime value of a customer that you have? Think about that. If you just got one more customer a month because you're producing better quality content that's going out there, is it worth an extra half hour a week to make an episode.
0: Good question to throw out there.
1: Yeah, and if you think that's too small for you to, it's, you know, pennies, then it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't, it's not going to be doing you any good. But if you think your average customer is five thousand dollars, then you you got one episode, you'll be doing just fine, right? If it's fifty thousand, we've you know people have customers two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? It doesn't matter. It, how much is one customer worth to you? If you just got one a month or one a quarter, would it make you spend just an extra half hour on this one medium? And one piece you have to understand is that this content is your asset. It never goes away. It it, it will consistently help as long as you're doing top of funnel evergreen content. These problems are not going away for the rest of the population. So someday. This is going to continue to drive results even in your sleep. They're like, hey, I ran into that episode that you made in 1995, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it was like telling me about this, like, can you guys help us? We have this problem. Oh, thanks. You know, appreciate you listening to our podcast. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. They find videos of mine like from five years ago. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I had never thought it was going to do anything, right? Like, you see one video with like 10,000 views, you're like, oh my God. I yeah, have no it's idea. always there. Never it's goes away. One. Right. Random video could be that one random episode that got a lot of downloads because people searched that topic.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Solomon. Um, if anyone has any additional questions about podcasting or how they can start, is there
1: any way that they can reach out to you? Absolutely. Um, I say go to our website, Um uh, Just fill out a form. But probably the best way to do it. Um, you can also find us on social. I mean, we have our own little podcast as well. It's called Growth Marketers Podcast. <laughs> if you really want to check that out, right? We we, we believe we, we've drank the Kool-Aid. How's that, Charles? We've drank the Kool-Aid. This is what we do. Perfect. This is what we live. So if you have questions, I would rather you all ask than to not do because you don't know what to do, right? It's absolutely free. We love to chat with business owners, anyone, even entrepreneurs who are looking to scale. So thank you.
0: Well, hopefully we've made some uh, podcast believers out there if they might have been on the fence. Thank you so much, Solomon. Absolutely. My pleasure. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure to click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Join other professionals looking to grow their business with Southwest Florida Inc. at swflinc.com and sign up for a free membership today. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Business Builders. I'll see you next time.